Hey, hey, welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. This is the safe space where we talk openly and honestly about all the things that can come up as we juggle competing priorities and learn how to put ourselves first so that we can flow and flourish in every single area of our lives. In order to do that, though, I believe that you have to understand the connection between your ability to flow and flourish and your capacity. So I have based this podcast on five different areas of flow that will help you to increase your capacity for sustainable success throughout your personal and professional life. If you are new to the podcast, then welcome, welcome, welcome to your tribe of like-hearted and like-minded women who are here to support you, encourage you, and snatch your edges when you need it, because that's what we do here. Just know that you are in good company and are exactly where you're supposed to be. So keep listening. For those of you who are not new to this, but true to this, welcome back to the podcast. I am so thankful for each and every one of you, and I'm excited to get into today's episode which is being brought to you by The Capacity Calculator. Yes, this is a free tool that I created for each and every one of us so that we can regularly check our capacity. This tool is made so that you have an idea of how much capacity you actually have. And remember, capacity is the amount of time and resources you have available to do all the things you need to do in your personal and professional life. So if you have not taken it before, then I highly encourage you to go ahead, go take it now. And even if you've taken it before, take it again. This tool is here for you to check your capacity on a regular basis so that you can flow and flourish in every single area of your life. The link is right here in the show notes as well as all over my social media. And if you can't find it, let me know. In the meantime, let's get the show started. Happy Tuesday. I know that we are on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We are on YouTube. So I just want to thank you all for joining in today. Make sure that if you are here, that you are dropping in the comments, saying hello. You know, if you have not registered with StreamYard yet, then do that because we may not be able to know who you are making those comments. But listen, I am so excited. For those of you who don't know me, I am Nicole Rohn, the Capacity Coach, and today we're really doing a live relaunch, launch of the next season of the Flow and Flourish podcast. You know, it's been on hiatus for a little while now, but we are bringing it back, and I feel like this is the absolute perfect time. And so to help me kick this thing off, I have none other than, I call her Dr. Ely. We have Miss Lanisha Ely, and I want you to go ahead and just take a few minutes, let the people know who you are, and then we'll jump into this podcast. I'm combining or getting our heart and mind in the right place. That's right. Hello, hello. Thank you so much, Nicole, for having me um, today. And I'm excited for the Floor and Flourish podcast to be back. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm. I am, yes, Lanisha Ely. I am known to the world as the confidence doula. So I empower women and young adults to unlock their potential, to go after their passions and their purpose, to do what it is that they ultimately love, making sure that they're tapping into their self-assurance and what we're talking about today, our hearts and our minds. 
I am a mom, a wife, a university assistant dean, a founder, best-selling author, you know, business owner, all the things. So when it comes to capacity and flowing and (laughs) having to set up boundaries and, you know, listening and harmonizing that mental space as well as what our heart is telling us, I'm actively doing the work you know can we say actively one more time like in the process right (laughs) yes ma'am oh i love it and i know that this is your second time being on the podcast so i'm honored that you said yes yet again and like i mentioned i'm also honored just to be kicking off this new season with you because what many don't know i've shared with you and you know close friends privately and just a little bit out here in these internet streets that one of the major decisions that I made about six months ago now was to actually go back to work full time. And so that was a huge pivot. And when we talk about your heart and mind being on two separate pages, listen, ma'am, I had to get them two together. And so I want to kind of kick it off and talk about what does that look and feel like for you? Because you said that you're actively doing the work. And then we'll, you know, share a couple of those tips that I mentioned or, you know, that we shared on the social media streets about how do you get to that space? Right. When I say actively kind of doing the work of connecting our hearts and minds, I'm an academic educator. So everything has to have steps or an acronym or, you know, some place, a framework of sorts. So I always I think about it in three parts. You have your awareness, you have your understanding, and then you have your action. So for me, when I say actively daily, I'm like, okay, let me be aware of what's happening. Where am I disconnected? If I'm feeling stressed, anxiety, that means my mind is doing something or telling me to do something that my heart isn't in agreement with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, listening to those body signals, listening to self-reflection, you know, that's giving me that awareness, like what is happening? Where's the disconnect? And the fact that daily our minds and our hearts communicate between our nervous system, about 90% of the communication is between our heart and our minds. So when they're fighting, when they're like, I'm not listening to you, don't call me. (laughs) Things around us react to it. So when people in your space, you know, you're not feeling them. That means you just do a little bit of self-reflection. When you're feeling that, you know, anxiety and I'm stressed, nobody talked to me. You know how you get in those moods? Yes, ma'am. You're like, something is not connecting. So actively, I try to sit and say, okay, what's my feelings? What's my heart saying? What's my mind saying? Mm-hmm. And if they're not connected, internally, we're having a conversation. We're having a meeting. Mm-hmm. bringing everybody to the table. And that's something that we have to get used to doing daily, sometimes multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. You, it's you not a one and done. Right. You mentioned going back to work. Like, could you imagine what that practice would be before you enter a meeting? You know, your mind's probably said this could have been an email. Listen, <laughs> and your mouth is this close from saying it. could have been an email. But take a minute to aware, understand before you act to make sure everybody's on the same page. Mm -hmm. I love that example because it's in the big things, but it's also in the small things, right? 
whether it is preparing yourself, you know, like you said, your head might be saying one thing and then your heart has to say another. It's okay, girl. We live. That's what we do. We are mamas. You know, you have to connect the two and sometimes help yourself to not just respond. Because I know there are some emails that I get and I'm like, you know what? My heart feels for, let's say, a candidate, right? Mm -hmm. I feel for this candidate. I want to give them tips and tell them this is why the interview sucked and whatnot. But my head is like, okay, if you're not going to do that for everybody, then I need you to be consistent, right? Mm -hmm. And so even when they're good situations, and I know that I love how you talked about having that awareness Mm -hmm. and then making sure that it's mimicking you know, the action, the best action for that particular moment. And we do that daily, you know, in our personal and our professional lives Mm -hmm. as moms, as wives, as business owners Mm -hmm. and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of went into that first bullet that we were going to talk about, about really understanding and knowing how to identify the disconnect. Mm -hmm. And there was something that you said that made me think about what has that looked like for me? Mm -hmm. Right. And I want to hear your take on this, too, because for me, it's been something just feel off. Right. And at the time, you may not know that it's not your heart or your mind. You're not sure where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. One example of that for me was really when I accepted this one job. Right. Mm -hmm. It was maybe five, six years ago. And my mind was like, girl, if you don't take this job, listen, it's around the corner from the house. It's a $15,000 increase. You've got a parking spot with your name on it. Why, what is wrong with you? My head was like, yes. hey. yeah. listen, but my heart was like, pump your brakes. Wait a minute. And I dismissed it. Mm-hmm. I dismissed it. And it literally ended up being one of the worst places I've ever worked in my entire life. Right. And so when you have that dissonance between your head and your heart, you know, I know some of us, listen, sometimes we don't. Tell me, you know, about your experience with that when you're really trying to identify where's the disconnect at. And that's the challenge though. We fall into those situations where we dismiss one side because we're like, you're bugging. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) This extra 15 is going to help me and my family do, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. So you dismiss those feelings of the heart of you really genuinely being happy. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you may fail or you cause yourself disappointment. And I think that's what hurts the most. We talk about how, you know, we cannot care how someone else feels about us or the reactions we get from other people. But mm-hmm. it really hurts when you disappoint yourself. Mm-hmm. And only you know that disappointment because it's an internal battle between your heart and your mind. And Sometimes it takes for us to go through that disappointment many times before we stop disconnecting and dismissing what either our heart or our mind is trying to tell us to do. So you talk about, you know, having offers for positions when we talk about our careers that could set us up and, you know, to pivot or to that next level or to that place that we've dreamed about mentally and on paper and the title and the salary looks good. But what is that going to do for your character, for your core values? Like, how is that going to make you genuinely feel? Are you going to lead a team that you know is not living up or not on the same accord as your personal foundations and beliefs? It's going to be a struggle. 
And sometimes we have to fall within those struggles so that we could climb out and, you know, feel better about ourselves and understand that we cannot ignore how our hearts feel and we cannot ignore the logic behind what our brains are telling us. I love it. You said a couple of things, the disconnecting and dismissing. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times we're doing that so frequently, right? I think it comes down to a couple of things. Number one, I think naturally as women, a lot of us honestly are people pleasers, right? Mm -hmm. We want to do all the things for everybody and we self-sacrifice because that's what we're supposed to do, right? That's what we've learned. That's what we've told ourselves for all this time. But I think that another big part is honesty. It's about having that honest to God conversation with yourself about not only what's working and what's not working, but like, am I feeling this? Am I dismissing this? Or am I rationalizing it? Because sometimes we do both. Because like you said, I was like, you know what? I'm about to rationalize the mess out of this. I'm not going to be commuting all the way to and from. The benefits are good. Did I say I had my name on the parking spot and I get free lunch every day? But none of that mattered because the truth is what my heart and my gut were trying to tell me is that, ma'am, this is toxic. You see that it's toxic. So you're going to disconnect from me here Mm -hmm. and focus on here just to wind up being in a situation where, you know, a couple of months in, my husband was coming up to the job like, uh. So what had happened was why she ain't here crying. (laughs) And that's the reality of the decisions that we make when we dismiss and we, you know, we don't allow the two to be in tandem because we could rationalize and say, this is logic. I'm going to have a better title. I'm going to be revered at work. I'm going to bring home more money. But then your home life is saying, where's mom? Where's wife? Mm-hmm. You know, that nurturing part is now being missed from home and that throws off another imbalance in our relationships and our environment. Yeah. It sounds like capacity to me. Right. Ooh. Of course, I didn't know it at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the financial component was amazing. But in my heart, there was this disconnect. And then I was frustrated and not showing up as the wife or mom that I wanted to be at home because of all the stress that was going on at work. and so. I'd love for you to kind of talk to us about why is it so important for the two to be harmonized? Listen, you know how they say those million dollar questions? That is a million dollar question. When I find <laughs> I'm sharing the wealth, okay? When I- <laughs> Come on, share the wealth, share the wealth. <laughs> I'm sharing the wealth. Harmonizing your mind and your heart is important. It's crucial because one, it allows us to release limiting beliefs, one where we may be seeking validation from outside sources, where we may need to self-reflect, where we may need to take care of ourselves on the health side of it. You talk about finance and heart and mind, physical body, emotions is also a part of that. It allows us to avoid burnout. And that is a word that women in careers, women in business, and not just women, you know, that's my passion and my purpose, but not Mm -hmm. just women. We burn out because we are too busy seeking validation and we're making decisions based off of others and not ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're lacking the need or the, the identity to have personal satisfaction. Mm. I'm going to say that again. 
please do. We put ourselves in situations where we dismiss again and we allow ourselves to have a lack of personal satisfaction and fulfillment. Mm. And what that does is that tear away at our self-worth. That tears away at our confidence. That increases stress, increases burnout, and then allows us to make bad decisions, Mm -hmm. whether it's in our businesses, whether it's in our family or at work relationships, all of it. All of it. So harmonizing and having the two allows us time to take a moment, be grounded within, have better decision-making, not be so swift with our words or Mm -hmm. our emotions. Emotions sometimes bubble up quickly and we just spit it out. Sometimes we have to hold those emotions in and say, what is this feeling? Is this feeling genuine? Is this a distraction? Am I distracting myself? Because you know we play tricks with ourselves. All the time. I was just having a conversation about that earlier. <laughs> we play mind games with ourselves. It is just us, but it comes out, you know, externally how, you know, react to people around us. Mm-hmm. So having that harmony and that tandem where they both can balance. And what was that seesaw game we used to play? Or, you know. It is. It's the seesaw. The seesaw, we got to have that balance. Sometimes we do need to let our minds take the lead where mm-hmm. our hearts can follow. But then we need to be resolute in our minds that when it's our passion and love, we need to let our heart values rise above what our logic and our reasoning is saying. And that's mm-hmm. how we keep that balance and harmony. I love that. And it brings me back to two of the major heart mind conflicts I had. One was leaving corporate, right? In my heart, I was ready. I knew that there was something more. I wanted to have a greater impact outside of just a corporation with 500 people. But my head was like, don't you do that? How dare you? You like the medical benefits, don't you? Right? What are you going to do about a paycheck? And so my mind was like driving me crazy. And I think that this is where faith comes in too, right? And Faith is speaking to our heart and our head. So I chose to follow my heart and to have my mind come along because that's what was best for me at that time. And then you flip it to three, almost four years later where I'm at now. And my heart was like, you got in this, you know, to help all these people. Why would you even think about going back and da da da? And my mind was like, ma'am, do you want a business or an expensive hobby? Right. Ma'am, what if you have the opportunity to have greater impact? You don't have any idea what's in store for you, but that took faith as well. And so I love that you talk about taking a minute to pause before you react and allow yourself to number one, feel the feels, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Number two, to be honest. And then you choose, you take a little bit of both. It's like advice, right? You may not take all of the advice that you get from a good friend or a counselor or whoever it is that you know you have in your circle or your council, mm-hmm. you take the bits and pieces and you do the best with what you can and you try to harmonize all mm-hmm. of that together. So I love it. Thank you, ma'am. And speaking of harmonizing, you know, I love that you talked about the boundary piece that we have to have some boundaries. You talked about a couple of other things as well. Can you tell us How do we make this happen? That's probably the other million dollar question. That is like, what 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 you got to (laughs) do? 
I talk about that a lot with confidence as well. It's a mental attitude and it's also something we have to put in daily practice. So even prior to this live and this conversation with us, and you know, you can do this every morning. I took a minute to just sit, take deep breaths. And when I talk about awareness, understanding, and then action, sometimes we have to physically do a thing for our mind and our hearts to connect. We have to physically move something from left to right. So what I do is you put a hand on your heart and a hand on your head and tell yourself a positive affirmation. Like, you know, I am grounded. I am mindful. I am going to have the most amazing day today. And in that moment, what you're doing is you're saying you and you. I'm talking to both of you. Behave yourselves. This is what we're doing. <laughs> Look here. <laughs> Talk to yourself. That has what has worked for me over the last couple of months. And I'm, you know, I'm not a guru, but I could be a subject matter expert. Come on, Come on, Smee, let the people know. You know, you know what I mean? But all of this comes from experience. You probably could find it in a book. Somebody wrote it. You may find it in my next book. But it's by experience. And that's what I know works for me. So I urge you to also try it. Put in the yeah. action to say, hey, I'm putting you together. Don't be at odds because we're going to have the most amazing day. And do that every morning. Or before you go into a meeting, we gonna think before we speak. We <laughs> I know somebody think. right now needed to hear that because they gonna have to take that with them tomorrow morning. <laughs> we gonna think. We gonna fix our faces. <laughs> Listen. Sometimes you have to do that, but try. I would say that's how we begin to harmonize the two or make sure that they at least acknowledge that they are both there. Could you function without your heart? No. Could no. you function without your mind? No. I mean, technically you can, but you're not functioning. Like, but no, you can't function. Your body can still be, but no, I can't yeah. function without my mind. You can't. You need logic. You need reason. You need to think, mm -hmm. but you also need your heart to feel. Yeah. So make sure I they agree. know each other. They have to talk. They have to talk. Absolutely. You went deep with connecting your heart and mind. I think one of the things that honestly, when I feel or recognize that there's a disconnect, I get out pen and paper and I write mm -hmm. a pros and a cons list yes. because for me, getting everything out of my head, right? And you guys are going to laugh at me, but even when it came down to my husband and I, or me really deciding that we needed to separate I pulled out my pros and cons list because my heart said a lot, you know, mm -hmm. my head said a lot, but I love the idea of doing something, some sort of action. So for me, that is literally, you know, even before I decided to go back to work full time, I wrote out my pros and cons list, mm -hmm. you know, before we decided to downsize so that I could pursue working as an entrepreneur full-time, I wrote a pros and cons list mm -hmm. because it pulls everything out. But this is where that honesty comes in, right? Like, don't just be writing stuff down because it sounds good. This is where your head literally is connecting to your heart and you're putting them both together. And for me, it's something about seeing it on paper. It's yeah. like, ooh, I kept telling myself that this was a good idea for X, Y, and Z, but the way these cons look like they set up, you know but, what I mean? You know what I call that? Narrative therapy. Oh, come on now. Say that I again. 
narrative therapy is what I call it. You know, I'm a journaling girl. I love my notes. If I showed you my space right now, there's sticky notes, note cards everywhere. I don't have a conversation with a person without writing something down. Mm-hmm. Narrative therapy. And the beauty about that is we will see on paper in black and white where our minds are trying to trick us. Mm -hmm. Because in that moment, our mind is saying, write this down. Because when you reread it, you got to believe it. We have to be honest with ourselves. We have to have courage Mm -hmm. and also lean on our faith to say, you know what? I'm going to write down what I'm feeling and not what my mind is telling me. And then we go back and compare the two. It's narrative therapy. And sometimes we read and say, whoa, it was a whole lot of negative Nancy going on right here. (laughs) But it allows us to get it out one and -hmm. then we could analyze it and then put some action towards it. I love it. I'm going to be borrowing that for the future, just so you know, because for me, it clears up or increases my capacity when I do that mentally, right? Mm-hmm. And then the brain and my heart, I'm like, okay, I can really be honest about what I'm feeling. And it's here and you can't run from it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's literally that narrative therapy, ma'am, mm-hmm. if it has not been coined, I'm gonna need you to go on and coin that. Because <laughs> now it's out on the interwebs. <laughs> Listen, it's in the internet streets. You no, know what's I- good about narrative therapy too? When we're thinking about our hearts and our minds, not just to download and get us from point A to B, narrative therapy helps with visualization. And where we're talking about being happy and really genuinely doing the things that we love with our heart, sometimes we have to write it out and visualize it so that when we read it back, our mind says, okay, I could do that. Because if they're not going to talk to each other, Maybe you need to write it down. Let your heart write it so your mind can read it. That part. That part. And do you know what that reminds me of? Something Mm -hmm. that you said in the beginning. Affirmations. Because for me, I literally, after, you know, the strategic planning we just had, I Mm -hmm. updated my affirmations for the rest of the year. And even if in that moment, I may not fully believe in my heart what that affirmation says, after you've said it so many times, That's the point. The repetition is for you to believe it, right? But you have to say it out of your mouth because you're putting it out there. It happens that way. And so I think, like you said, you know, when you are getting it out and you're doing that narrative therapy, you're allowing your heart to speak on the paper and for your mind to recognize it and see like, oh, so that's what you was trying to tell me. Well, why you ain't just say that? Why you ain't just say that? (laughs) (laughs) The good thing about affirmations, and I love that you pointed that out, because you know I love a good affirmation. Mm -hmm. What I want everyone to realize too, when we build, like you mentioned it, you have affirmations that you may not believe right now. It's a stretch, right? It's a stretch. It's a real stretch. You're like, (laughs) girl. But what I want you to do is find what attaches to that affirmation. Mm -hmm. So there's a reason why you created that affirmation. There's an attachment that you're holding on to that you Mm -hmm. need to release. And you're not going to believe that affirmation and it's not going to come to fruition until you release that attachment. Mm. So whatever that is that you're saying, oh, that's out there, but I'm going to keep thinking big. I'm going to think praying big. Of course you are. I'm going to stay out there in, you know, in the stratosphere. But as long as you're tethered to that attachment, it's still going to seem far-fetched. 
I love that you said that. And I'm going to be real transparent right now because one of the affirmations that I have kept on my quarterly or monthly changing affirmations is that I am bold, I am beautiful, and I am brilliant. And depending on the day of the week, I might feel all three, right? Right. But there are days and seasons where I'm lacking the confidence and I don't feel as bold. And mm-hmm. so I need to constantly remind myself that, or there are days, especially, you know, struggling with weight and you know, the COVID-19 that gave you the 19 that you still try to work off. Right. The beautiful part. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I just love that you said finding out what it's attached to. Because mm-hmm. when I first started saying those affirmations, that one in particular, I didn't believe none of it mm-hmm. at all. Regardless of the accolades, the degrees, the likes on Facebook and Instagram and whatnot, I was really struggling at one point to believe all of those. Mm-hmm. Now it depends on the day right? But overall, my attachment to how I saw myself or how I perceived other people to see me or what I really thought I was capable of yes, is connected in that. That was good, girl. So look mm. for that personal satisfaction. Release that seeking validation. Because mm-hmm. that's your mind telling you, oh, you can't be bold until someone else calls you bold. That part. How many times we heard that? Right. right. Who called you bold? <laughs> I did. <laughs> right, right. Who named you the capacity coach? My I kid. did. And you mm-hmm. know I struggled with that. Yeah. Like, it was a whole thing. Yeah, it's that honesty, getting to the root of why you feel what you feel and releasing that attachment, like you said. So right. I love it so very, very much. Oh, my goodness. Ma'am, look, I could talk to you all You know how we do. (laughs) You know how we do. We're going to have to have a part two to this. I want to ask you a couple of questions that I ask everyone. But first, before we do that, because they're going to have to listen all the way or watch to the end. And if you're catching the replay, come on, put hashtag replay. I want you to tell us kind of what you have coming up, because I know on the back end some stuff that's coming up. But tell us what's going on with you, where and how people can find you. Thank you so much. Listen, I am genuinely trying to be so very occupied until the end of this year. Listen, and my schedule you're not says, trying, you yes, do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I am so excited that actually later this week, I am going to be talking to a group of ladies about that moving from attachment to affirmation. So it's going to be a workshop on embracing your identity and how do you identify attachments and then using those attachments and the release of those attachments to create affirmations, personal Mm -hmm. affirmations to help you through that journey. So I'm excited to be releasing that workshop that's going to be available for everyone. Send me that Uh, info so I can include it, you know, in the replay when I repost this. Absolutely. And in addition, I am super, super excited that my fourth published book is going to be released on November 1st. November 1st is World Authors Day. So it's going to be a complete day of celebration. The book is called Coffee and Confidence. And if you, you know me and if you follow me on Tuesdays, I would share Coffee and Confidence tips to help women and young adults just to feel self-assurance in their days at work with their businesses. 
And it's a time to just take a pause, enjoy a cup of coffee, tea, ice cold water, whatever your beverage is. And just remember that there is a tip. There is a confidence boosting, you know, something that can help us. So Coffee and Confidence um, is available now for pre-orders and it is releasing November 1st. And I am so excited for this book to hit the hands of readers so that Mm. we have a full year. It is a book of 52 pairings, a coffee and a confidence tip to help you through your career, through your businesses. So I'm excited for that. And everyone can connect with me. My website is shecaninspire.com. My social media handles, Instagram, Facebook is She Can Inspire. I'm on TikTok. Listen. Come on, TikTok. Me on TikTok. <laughs> help your friend. Help I your friend. TikTok. Uh, and of course, professionally, you can locate me on LinkedIn using my name, Wanisha Ely. I am so looking forward to connecting with more of you, especially you, Nicole. Like we live in this space and I just love always having conversations with you. So anytime you have something, I have something, like we're connected. You can't get rid of me. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, you know, and we'll talk about this offline too, but I would love to have you come do something in the Flow and Flourish community as well. It is growing like weeds. I got 50 or 42 additional members within the last week, which is amazing. Come on, new members. Um, Hey. Yes, but we'll talk about that later. You know, I love you and I'm so proud of you. And I'm going to make sure that all of this information, of course, is shared with the live, but also in the show notes of the podcast and all of that good stuff, because Confidence Dooley, you doing it big. Come on, Coffee and Confidence with 52 weeks and tips. Ma'am, we can get that pre-ordered for November 1st. Let me ask you, what's your goal for pre-orders? So I actually have. I know you got one. You got one. Well, listen, that's the thing about mind and heart, right? You have to set a goal for both. And my goal is to sell a hundred books by my birthday, which is November 30th. Okay. So that has been my goal. I released Coffee and Confidence for pre-order on October 1st. Mm -hmm. So officially it's giving me 60 days to reach that goal. And I am so proud that we're about halfway there and it's not even November yet. Listen uh, of the pre-orders. Of yes. the pre-orders. <laughs> so we are good. It's selling domestically and internationally. So I am so very much excited. Okay, global author then. Listen here. I'm adding adding things to the bio, right? Yes, yes. Okay, girl, let me get you out here. Let me ask you these <laughs> questions because it's still a Tuesday night and you are an hour behind. I don't know if you remember these, but we we gonna try it again. Okay, let's so, do it. let's do it. Now my answers may be different, but let's do but it. But that's what they're supposed to be, as they should, right? Mm-hmm. First question: If you could give advice to the seventeen-year-old version of yourself and give her just one piece of advice, what would it be and why? Oh don't my be scratching goodness. your head like that. No, right? Like, look, like don't listen. though. No, I need to listen to the heart, right? Yes. Here. Come on, put them together. Put them together. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. 17. (laughs) Let me tell you what I would tell my 17 year old self is don't worry what your family thinks of you. Mm. You're going to be so great in your passions and in your purpose 
that they're not going to have any other reason but to be so super proud of the woman that you've become. Mm. So forget about, you know, the comments that they make. Don't worry. Don't let it worry you. Don't seek their validation. Mm. Validation is for parking. Come on. Don't Mm. seek their validation. Let them think that they're disappointed because when you rise, they'll be so very much proud of the woman that you become because you stuck to what mattered to you. You connected your heart and mind. You put them on the same page. Yeah, this, this, this you journey, didn't even know that was going to happen. Come on. I didn't know. I didn't know. But it's been a journey and it continues to be a journey. Yeah. It's a process. It's not a one and done. You know, like you said, on a daily basis, whether you're going into a meeting, some days I'll be honest, for me, it's going to the gym. It's like, come on, heart and mind. Ooh. Your mind say, don't you dare, right? Because she worked you last time and your heart is like, but you really want to, you know. Listen, that's enough. That's, dress, right? that's heart, mind, and back. Like, we got to get all of <laughs> them on the same page. <laughs> it's a process right. every single time and it takes practice. Okay, question number two. Okay. Tell me one thing that you do on a regular basis to either manage your capacity or to make sure that you're flowing and flourishing? (laughs) So this is actually something that I don't think anyone, especially at work, they don't realize this about me. I may have a little private dance party. Say what now? Sometimes you got to shake it off. Sometimes I close my door, I kick my shoes off and I do a little something, whatever it is, an old dance, a dance I've seen on TikTok that I know I can't do, but I tried anyway. (laughs) It just helps. I'm not recording myself now, but it just helps to just break up the day. You know, Mm -hmm. when I'm feeling like high anxiety or um, feeling like I just I don't want to do this. I want to go home. I want to curl up in a blanket with some fuzzy socks. I said I snap out of it. I put on a favorite song and I dance. You dance it out. Dance it out. Sometimes my doors close and my lights are off in the office and no one on the outside would know. No, now they know. I know. I'm in there I doing know. it. I know. Don't <laughs> you knock. Sometimes you got to just, you got to shake a tail feather or something. Listen, me and my sister were saying that the other day. I cannot, girl. <laughs> I'm going to have to borrow that too. That's good. Yes. I love it. And of course, last but not least. Tell the one thing that you want the viewers and or listeners to walk away knowing or feeling as a result of our conversation. Ooh, that's a good one. The one thing I would like everyone to know or to feel, it's okay to do the work while you're going along in the journey. And I think about that, not just with personal, with your career, your business. Sometimes we feel that we have to get it all prepared before we start. I used an analogy earlier today can you build a plane while you fly it? Mm. You're like, no. But sometimes you need to get off the ground level to really understand what it is that you're doing and know where you need to focus your work. I think that would be the one thing I want everyone to be intentional about and to take with them is that it's okay to be doing the work while you're going along in that journey. You don't have to prepare, then start. Pivot as many times as you need to. 
gut check and check in with your mind and heart as many times as you need to. Don't try to put them on the same page, then start. Sometimes you got to let your heart lead and your mind will catch up. And sometimes it's vice versa. Mm-hmm. But if you see that that gap is increasing, you're going to have to pause, self-reflect, and bring them back closer together. Put your hand on each of them. Get out your you know, your pen and paper so that, what'd you call it? Narrative, narrative therapy. Narrative therapy. Do your narrative therapy. And oh my goodness. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Ma'am, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast again and blessing us with your second appearance on the show. I Um, love being here. Yes. You were, this is not going to be the end or last of seeing us as a dynamic duo. So much more to come. Come on, Um, dynamic duo. Yes, yes, yes. I will make sure that I get all the links of everything that you talked about, pre-ordering coffee and confidence. You listed some other stuff, of course, your website, you know, all the things that you have going on. But I thank you again from the bottom of my heart for being here. And I know that this has blessed someone. So make sure that if you are watching live or if you're watching the replay, you comment, you let us know how this is helping you, that you, of course, share, share, share with another sister friend or fella that may need to see and hear this because you know they're trying to connect their heart and their mind. And last but not least, make sure that you continue to come back as the podcast continues to put out new episodes. This will continue to be the safe place where we talk about all of the challenges that come from managing our competing priorities personally and professionally. And until next week, folks, I will see you then. See ya. Bye.